Hello and welcome to Blockchain Gaming World with me, your host John Jordan. Welcome to the year 2019, where blockchain games will take off, or maybe they won't. Here with me to discuss uh, <laughs> the everything in between those two statements is uh, James from BlockchainGamer.biz. How are you doing, James? Well, hi there. I'm doing good. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. There we have enough enough pats on the back for us. So, do you have have a good end to the year? Fully, fully refreshed for another year of uh, spills and thrills in the blockchain game world? I am certainly well prepared in order to see what this year has in store for us, especially after the sort of long winter that we've been seeing from the crypto world in 2018. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely been the uh, the time of year where everyone's reflected on uh, certainly what was a difficult end to the year. Um, and I, I, def- I kind of think actually you, the kind of views people have about where um, blockchain games will go this year are very much due to kind of the, either their wider philosophical view um, or how much kind of um, how, what their risk risk profile was when it came to cryptocurrencies. But I think the one good thing it has been this year is um, the one good thing that has come out of this is, is it really decouples people from worrying about the price of tokens anymore because you mm. know it, it just it just has to you know that was that was all that ICO speculation bubble thing you know that's all gone now so so now. The people who, did, who weren't who aren't interested in building products, you know, are not are not going to be around, and the people who are kind of in there for the long run um, are going to be there. And hopefully, that's what we'll see more of in the new year. Any thoughts for you on the, on the new year from a, from a very um, top down level? What are you looking out for? Well, honestly, I think a, a certain amount of this comes from a discussion that we were having in the Telegram group for BlockchainGamer.biz. So, I mean, a couple of the guys there were very much parroting the same sort of like thinking I was having, which is that it's it's far more about how they express the utility of the blockchain within their game and make for an interactive experience as opposed to just another collectible, because that's something that is that's genuinely lacking. But we're seeing more headway in that sort of space as we get late 2018 and move into 2019. There are a couple of betas on the horizon that are showing some pretty good promise, some that have been released over the last couple of days. So there's optimism, but it's just seeing whether or not they actually like muster up the the final product that matches mm. with what they were promising. Mm. No, I, I definitely agree um, that, that for the kind of sector to have any any kind of um, progress this year, it has to be based around kind of products. I mean, that's that's really what 2018 lacked, I think, for me. Um, lots of blockchain games were released, but we didn't really see anything that either was innovative or kind of balanced innovation and, and user experience. I think. Um, not just in the blockchain game space, but, but in the general um, kind of blockchain kind of crypto space, a lot of people have been talking about kind of UX in their end of, end of year reviews. And that's something really, for me, that came out quite strongly. The more I played um, blockchain games, um, which I did actually towards the end of the year, so I spent quite a lot of time on Axie Infinity and uh, blockchain cuties um, and started to get in a, bit, in a bit more depth on them. And you kind of realize, you kind of see what they're trying to do. They are trying to take that crypto kitties um, kind of nugget that they did so well, that kind of simplicity, that UX, and then layer on more complex um, game mechanics. But then you can see how that, that destroys the simplicity. Um, and in both those games, particularly, I think Axie Infinity is more complex of the two, and you, but you can kind of see the tension in how they're trying to make this, have breeding, but then have this battling and how they're trying to link the two together in, in, in what comes, comes, becomes quite frustrating and I think a fairly complicated way of doing things no i completely agree with you on that one it's 
a good sort of initiative and in that they're bringing forward their beta. And I've been generally interested as to the sort of, well, the art design has been kind of interesting as well as the game mechanics and features that they have in play. And they've been racking up a good amount of numbers for their battle mechanics already, including their breeding statistics. I think they released them back in November and they've been increasing ever since. So mm. it, I am genuinely enthused as to what they can bring up. I mean, I, I do think of all the blockchain games um, that were released last year, that Axie Infinity is the one that was the closest to doing something um, kind of kind of new. And it's certainly because it, it kind of morphed out of the of the CryptoKitties kind of community. So it kind of pretty much carries that mantle. And it's... Um, and, and I think, yeah, they say the art style, and in fact, it does something a little bit different, uh, but it's still kind of based around collectibles. They actually, the, the kind of the nice, not the nice thing about it, but from a, from a geeky technical point of view, because it's using the um, the loom side chains for the battle. So, but then it's kind of really weird. The battles happen really quickly because they're not happening on the blockchain because they don't really matter. But everything else that happens with the kind of you have this kind of thing where you have you you breed an axie and then you kind of get a little egg and then the egg has to develop into a into a, like a larva and a like blah blah blah. <laughs> but all those kind of things take ages and they have. To, you're not paying for them, but you have gas fees and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> and you have this kind of really weird um, juxtaposition of stuff that's happening on the blockchain, stuff that's, that's not happening on the blockchain, and actually that is, part, I think, part of the the kind of confusion that I kind of had. I didn't really know what was happening on the blockchain and what wasn't. I had to really think about think about it. Um, and so it seemed interesting. You were saying um, we had to move away from the collectibles thing. I kind of think actually what, what we may see is in 2019 a, a move more back to the only bit of the of a blockchain game that is actually on the blockchain is the ownership collectible thing, and everything else will just be off chain, or not even on a block, you know, or not even on a side chain. It'll just be um, run through centralized servers. Which I know, I guess, the, the true believers of, of of blockchain of crypto will, will, will think that's a heresy. But I just kind of think that's the only way you can go, really. Um, no, I, I I have to agree. It's it's all about this nuanced sort of approaches to finding well as to it being a bit more mysterious as to what exactly is on blockchain versus what is just on another sort of feature and i think that's kind of the way blockchain needs to go mm. i just think for most for most users I mean, we've said this before but it's really you know, striking home to me that they really don't one they don't know what blockchain is and two they really don't give a toss what yeah. kind of computer system this stuff's working on it just has to work in a way that they want it to work and obviously ownership is they want to know they own it and they want to know they can trade it and, and you know, that kind of makes sense. But if, if everything else is kind of like, what, why, why? Um, uh, and I kind of think, I guess, the, the, for me, the, the, there's two kind of, not, well, not two, not only two games I'm looking forward, not, I'm not looking forward to, but yeah, there's two games I'm, I'm interested to see the reaction to. And the first one is, is um, God's Unchained. Because mm. um, I think that, that just raised the mo- most amount of money last year, and it's very polished, and they've got this esports thing, and and, and I was, they're interesting because they're doing exactly what I said. That their cards, some of their cards aren't on the blockchain, so it's a free-to-play game. So if you play the game, you just get a basic hand. If you want to buy cards, they're they're on the blockchain. You can trade them, mm. but the gameplay is all all off-chain um, or just on servers. Um, and then the other one is 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 um, the well, I think there'll be a few games, but the, uh, the mythical game. People who who oh, blankos, that one? yeah, and they got this blankos block pie, which I don't really know what that's about, but that, but they're very much focused on on ownership um, in a similar way. So I kind of think those are the two games for me in the, in the in the at least the first half of the year that I'm kind of looking at to see, you know, can they? Can they look like polished games. If you just gave said to a gamer, here's a, here's a here's the, here are these games, 
they might just go, oh, that's interesting, and go and play them, rather than it being, oh, here's a blockchain game, and you have to get a MetaMask, and, well, oh, uh, have you got an EOS wallet yet? And, you know, I mean, for us, that's kind of day-to-day, but, mm. you know, you, I can really see that um, that's not going to get us very far. I mean, I think there's certainly standouts. I mean, uh, Blanco's is, is one that it definitely rings a bell with me, because I think there are three projects like that I can recall. I mean, correct me for a moment, because there maybe there certainly are more out there. But I think one of the things that is doing right in comparison to other blockchain games is that it's it's influencing the amount of engagement that a player has within the game. So Blancos has a particular emphasis on on user generated content and the the marketplace that is built up around that one. And a couple of the ones that we've seen of that have been uh, Chainbreakers, the more recent one, which they're doing a like a, a thing with Decentraland 2. Um, there's the Sandbox as well, which has a whole thing around that one. And I think it's that engagement that will make a significant difference. And Blanco's being in a very early stage, it's it's about seeing where they're going to go with that one. But they've got this particular thing going on about particular color schemes as well as what they develop, haven't they, where you can license a certain color scheme for your character. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know very much about Blanco. I, I didn't think they'd release very much, but they may. There was some, they were doing some announcements over Christmas I didn't follow, actually. But I think it's a good point you make. That definitely towards the second half of the year, the user-generated content stuff um, will, will add this other level of complexity. So, yeah, the sandbox is, is, a, is a good one, but they're late... I mean, I think there'll be an. They have released their editor, but I couldn't get it to work. It was an alpha version. I couldn't even get it, even get it to install. Um, but they, they have that, um, and then also Decentraland is a, is a much bigger um, kind of blockchain entertainment VR, whatever project. I think that first goes live in some sort of beta, kind of towards the summer. So th- those will be two. Um, but they're, they're big projects, and I think that they're they're different. They require a different sort of, of kind of user almost, um, and they're not really games in a, in a way that I think um, we kind of understand games. I mean, it's a bit silly to say that now, I suppose, with, with the likes of, of Minecraft and, and Roblox, but it's a different kind of experience that's going on there. So, so um, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm not worrying too much about those to the, to the moment. <laughs> kind of think when we came into 2018, our views on what was going to happen in 2018 were, were very different to what did happen. So I'm not. I'm trying to focus on what's happening now, <laughs> rather, rather than what's going to happen in 12, 12 months' time. When goodness me, it'll be very different. <clears throat> no, certainly. I mean, this is about. This is going to be a sort of period where we see a separation of the wheat from the chaff. There have been a couple of otherwise quite significant projects that have faced some challenges over the course of November, December time. So this early stage, I think, as one like cryptocurrency speculator was saying, it's all about trying to weed out the unnecessary complexity and drive mm. home simplicity. Yeah, yeah. No, I think <coughs> it will be uh, interesting to, to kind of get a get a measure of, of the industry kind of sentiment um, Obviously, we are at Blockchain Game Connects in London on the 21st and 22nd of January. Um, so that will be uh, interesting uh, to see. I guess, I mean, the talks are kind of interesting. We were just looking at, at those, but, but the, talk, the talks are kind of one thing, almost like a public, a public face of, um, of where companies are going then, but then kind of just chatting to people and getting a, seeing the whites of their eyes and kind of, kind of seeing um, how optimistic... Ooh. How optimistic they actually are compared to what they're saying, or um, but but my kind of feeling at the moment is is people people are kind of cautiously optimistic. There's still quite a lot of um, kind of uh, kind of hope um, that, that 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 kind of 
things, partly things can only get better, but I, I kind of think there's still a lot, some technical issues to be solved. I think some of that will be solved. Kind of, just because Ethereum um, just dominated really what happened was, was the platform that dominated what you could do, that, that, that kind of limited people and made things harder. I think with the adoption of EOS, um, that will help people make, make uh, better user experiences. Um, quite, I mean, the whole Tron thing, I, I don't know <laughs> what our views on Tron are, um, but certainly yeah. interesting that they've gone so aggressively into, into uh, um, trying to get into the game space. Um, I suppose if nothing else, that will, that they're a hundred million dollar kind of fund, although that's over three years, so quite how much of that they're going to give away this, um, 2019, I don't know. But, but that, that potentially could, could kind of bridge the gap for some projects. Yeah, I think it's very much looking at, um, like speaking to some of the guys at Toronto Cade as well in order to find out just what kind of criteria they have for what makes a viable product in their eyes. I mean, they've already made a couple of um, partnerships with, I think it was Blockchain Cuties as well as uh, Zero X Warriors. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see just how like Tron works its way into that and how that influences the, the Tron network going forward, especially what kind of games lineup it has. Mm. I have to say that this kind of, these games going kind of by chain and tri chain, mm. Kind of, I don't really get it. I mean, I have tried with blockchain cuties, so I've been playing it on Ethereum, um, and then I couldn't, I couldn't get my, tr- I couldn't get my, um, my EOS uh, wallet to connect, so I couldn't really work out. They, they had a, they had Scatter integration, but I've never really got, got on very well with Scatter. Um, um, so I couldn't get that to work, and then they, I don't know if they just added Tron. I haven't tried to do that yet, but um, well, I, I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know if that helps people or not. I don't know. Maybe it just. It's it's a strange, it's a genuinely strange one because I think the both Everdragons and uh, Blockchain Cuties have approached this tri-chain application in different ways. So Everdragons, they're in this like state of like phased integration of Everdragons into the various blockchains that they have. So they're already on Ethereum and POS, a uh, POA, sorry, um, and they're undergoing presale for Tron. Now the way they're doing it is they're allowing it to be as integrated across all three chains as much as possible meaning that a player can have digital assets on all three and just be on one but the the blockchain cuties one is is strange because i was speaking to a member of the a pr team a guy called michael sammy and um he, he was saying about how uh vlad tomko of blockchain cuties wanted it to be almost like a pokemon blue red and yellow sort of situation uh-huh. now that sounds a little bit strange but mm. it's all down to the fact that he wants there to be a certain amount of um ingrained exclusivity on each of these chains when it comes to digital assets mm. yeah. and i mean i can understand I, <laughs> I can understand some of the logic of it is in that it, it gets people thinking oh maybe i should try that chain but it seems a little bit strange to me because if we're looking at as much integration across chains as possible i mean mm. even then that's still up in the air mm. i the logic is, is a little bit lost on me, I have to say. Mm. Although that, that could be just where I'm a bit of an outsider compared to people like Tom Coe and yourself. Well, I don't, I don't think I'm any technical expert. The one thing, I, I guess, going back to how we started off talking about simplicity, I can definitely see you know, games running on whatever chains are available you know, in some automated um, kind of back-end kind of, kind of scenario. Um, but I don't think, I, I guess my problem is I don't think that kind of level of of kind of optionality should be presented to users because you know you should, should just be almost you, know, you go to some sort of kind of log on screen and it goes what wallet are you going to use or, or you know kind of let, let let them choose rather than um 
I don't, not even that. I don't know. I mean, I just kind of think all that kind of stuff is, is just it's, it's interesting for people like us to talk about, but we're, but we're not the market, you know. And even mm. you know, and I, you know, I say I, I, the whole thing kind of confuses me. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> started the year as, as I mean to go on confused. No, <laughs> um, but no, kind of generally, I, I do think um, I do think we, we have we have learned some some lessons, um, some hard lessons, um, and I think we, we will be moving on. Um, and I kind of think. Um, I have to say it's been interesting over the, over over the kind of Christmas break. I've been listening to a lot of um, I've, I've got to what we might call kind of uh, Bitcoin maximalist or something like to call Bitcoin minimalist kind of um, kind of podcasts and stuff. And it's kind of interesting. That I think that in that wider space that there's a kind of a, a decamping from from other kind of blockchains and and, and you know. Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the block, the Bitcoin people are just like going, Bitcoin's the only one now. We're just going to focus on Bitcoin. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I'm not going to go into the, all that um, all that kind of kind of crazy philosophy and stuff. But I do kind of think for the game space, there, there is going to be a, a similar thing where it's going to be kind of UX maximalism. Um, and it's going to be, don't worry about the blockchain stuff, just, just to get people into a, into some sort of game experience that, they, that we can retain them and they can enjoy and we can build communities around. Um, and it's funny because those two things are very different. For the, for the Bitcoin people, it's all about... We believe Bitcoin. We have to be decentralised. They all hate Coinbase and all this kind of stuff. You know, we have to run our own nodes. Um, but for the games people, I think it's the exact opposite. It's like let's let's embrace centralisation where it helps us build build a market, um, mm. and just, let's just have decentralisation for the bit that people care about, and that's the ownership. And I think that's for me, um, that's a trend I hope happens. I think if it doesn't happen, then the whole then the whole sector is going to go through another difficult period. Yeah, I'd almost refer to it as being. Um those that have an almost um, a blockchain parentalist approach towards their games. So those that it will be divided between those that believe that blockchain should be at the forefront of any sort of game developments and have it be elaborated to the player, which I still think is a bit of a negative precedent because, again, mm. players don't genuinely care. They just want to mm. have it be effective in the game. And those that are immediately parentalizing it and want to make an emphasis on the effectiveness of the game, the enjoyment of the story and the fluidity of the user experience so i think that is something that blockchain developers are going to have to like really come to grips with over 2019 and if they don't then it can spell the kind of end of their game or Mm, a serious decline in how many people they can bring into it oh god it's been like question time (laughs) it's question time yeah i think we're in agreement good Good. Well, that's a good start to the year. At least we're in agreement. Um, great. Uh, so uh, thanks for your time, uh, James. Excellent. It's always been a pleasure. Thanks. Uh, thanks to our uh, our increasing group of, of, of loyal listeners who are kind of tuning in every week uh, to the podcast to hear about what's going on in the world of blockchain games. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you want to give us any feedback, please do so. Uh, find um, Twitter links uh, and such like in in the uh, in the notes. Uh, but thanks for listening to this one, and um, hope you come back next week to see what's going on in the world of blockchain games.